cool he is a cool dude and and uh i know uh welcome 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 to the upper vision room and so uh tonight man if you were with me last week i talked a little bit about my trip to africa nairobi kenya and some of the things that uh i got a chance to learn uh because it was a, a tremendous experience it it was eye opening i had the people that we went that uh, that i went with or as far as we all meeting there man we had a chance to to learn some things not only about the location we were in but also about ourselves because to to see all of the individuals that look like you man you learn something about yourself you learn the the, the difference between uh where you are and where you can be uh, and the way that people treat you in a different location and so uh to, you know that was man that was something to behold you know it, it's hard not to start to stop talking about it because the uh, of the importance not only of us being there but the individuals that we had an opportunity to actually help and uh i was listening to a show uh barbara h uh so uh this evening along with uh her guest and one of the things that was said was that the people there helped us you know we, we they they helped change our life in a, in a in an amazing way and so you never know until you actually get the facts of what a place or anything would be you got to do your own research and when you do your own research it helps you as they would say research and development it helps you get the actual truth you know from watching from afar you know and the, and the interesting thing is we can we can say this on just about anything you can watch and look at something from afar and not and not participate in it from a standpoint of of knowing the true information but when you get in the midst of it you start finding out stuff that can apply to your life it can uh it can change your life it can impact your life and the interesting thing is that's what happened you know we had to actually get in the thick of it by going to find out what it was we were missing and so uh you know because of that you know we have an opportunity to actually talk to people or share our share our experience with those that may not have the opportunity to enjoy uh they may not have the opportunity to actually uh, be a part of something like that and then they might you know it depends on whether or not they decide to venture out sometimes you got to take a risk to, to find out different things in life and i think it's extremely important for us to actually do those things and i don't know you know that at where i'm at in life especially my age you know to to take this long mainly because of some fears i mean i know those who went with us, they had some fears too, because they have been, you know, we have all, we were all around the same age and had an opportunity, of course, to be conditioned because we are truly conditioned 
to think a particular way until otherwise. And this was one of those situations where in our own, in our own way, maybe not even our own fault, we were conditioned. And that is something that can hold us back, especially in our life uh, as you try to move forward uh, in, you know, in the things that you want to do. So here in the upper vision room, you know, we uh, we have special guests and sometimes it's impromptu. You know, it might be last minute uh, if they if they are available and they just come in and we just chop it up. We just, uh, you know, I get an opportunity to ask questions that may normally get may not normally get asked or they get a chance to to be out front when they normally may be in the background, you know, based on some of the things that they do. You know, I just wanted to have, uh, you know, as I do on Monday nights, I have spiritual message moment Monday, which is a little more, uh, which is a different format that I've been doing for five years. And but I wanted to start uh, my uh, start a, a podcast or a show that actually is right out of my upper vision room. That's the name of my office here at home is the upper vision room. And why? Because, man, the vision is real. This is where I make things happen. You know, we all have our own personal space. We should or a location somewhere that we can go into. Man, you got your one on one time, you know, with the Lord or just uh, just meditation. You know, uh, you know, you may have prayer. You may have just, you know, reading. But then the work kick in. And that's when the vision starts to come in place, the vision, the dream. And so. Because I'm in this room a lot, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to just create the, the, a show called The Upper Vision Room where I can invite the relationships that I have built over the years and have them come on whenever they can just to check in and just to have a conversation to, you know, to, you know, in, give some insight, some wisdom, some knowledge. And so tonight, uh, if this particular individual has an opportunity to check in. I sent him a note earlier. Uh, he said he was available. Uh, hopefully, uh, he'll he'll get the link, and uh, he and I will have this amazing conversation because this young this man is incredible. Um, I don't even know how to explain, you know, all that he does because sometimes I wonder when does he not do anything. And, you know, he's a very, you know, he's just a go-getter. Um, and that's what I like about it. the people that uh, I have a chance to be a part of. Uh, they are in their own right, in their, in their own way. Man, they got dreams, visions, passion, ministries, you know, uh, and, and, and all of that is encompassed under the word purpose. And so, you know, those individuals and that individual could be you. So, you know, you might want to reach out to, to me from the, you know, for the upper vision room to come on. You know, uh, I don't even care if you come on while we live. You know, you just send a note and say, I want to I be on. We'll bring you in, uh, you know, to, to and, and have you share some insight because. I got 52 friends, uh, 52 relationships, you know, for one for every week it's coming on Tuesday. Right now we've been doing it on Tuesday nights at nine o'clock, uh, you know, Eastern Standard Time, six o'clock 
uh, PST Pacific Standard Time for my people on the West Coast. And again, that, that you know, I don't know if that'll change, but it just feels good right now to uh, actually be able to, you know, create something. Now, let me share this too, because there are some there are some people that will see this and hear it. But I want to I want to make sure I share this because we often find our time uh, find ourselves being hesitant to do something. We looking for somebody to give us a push or we waiting for somebody to call us in, you know, tag us in to, to be a part of something. But there's got to be that moment in your own personal vision that you just do it, you know, that you just say, you know what, I'm going to take a chance because it's not about failure. Anytime you take a step to move in a direction that it has the ability to be successful, that is not a failure. You know, you don't worry about the amount of people. Cause it's not, it's not about that. That's always going to be built up. Nobody really starts with a bunch of people following them or being a part of whatever they're doing, because you got to be a great leader. You got to be somebody that they entrust. You got to have, you know, your information, whatever you are, you know, you got to have some fact checks. Uh, It's got to be, you got to have some consistency from a standpoint of, you know, being one that, that never gives up some determination, man, you got to have this amazing desire to do it. Uh, and you got to have, you know, again, some dedication, but then, you know, I was sharing this in Nairobi. You got to, you got to have the desire to do something, especially when you're stuck, you got to be, you got to have the desire to get unstuck. Then you got to have, you know, the, the dedication to do it or no, not even that first, not, not even that next. You got to decide to do it. After you got the desire, you got to decide to get unstuck. You got to decide to take a chance on yourself. You know, you got to be able to, uh, believe enough that if you step out, you make the decision to do it, that it'll happen. We oftentimes we we won't we won't make the decision, no matter how great or how small, for ourselves to do something that we're really passionate about or something that we really want to do. And even even if it's something simple, I know I have I'm a part of several different organizations or groups, and I always see notes where. People are fearful to step into what they believe is their passion or believe is their purpose from a standpoint of something that is on their heart to do. And they are they they, they have the desire, but they haven't decided to take the step. And that's the second thing you got to have. You, you man, you got to make the decision to do it, because once you do, then you can step into the to the dedication part. You can step into the zone of dedication. Why? Because it's going to take a commitment to to move forward in whatever action or whatever desire or whatever uh, you know purpose that God has aligned for you, and just the purpose itself. You're going to have some, that have to have some dedication. Why? Because you're going to have some things that you are going to come up against, and they might not be good, but there's always the that the the adversary knows how great you are, especially when you decide to be great, man, when you decide to, to, to take on whatever it is that is, that is that burning and the desire in you, whatever it is, the enemy is coming. Cause he don't, he, he want to mess up your vision. He, cause what he's, you know, he seeks to, to, to kill and destroy, not you physically, but your future, your vision, your passion, whatever it is that you have this great desire to do. This great emotion in you to to succeed in, you know he coming to get it, 
And so that's why you have to be one that is dedicated after that decision because you're going to get tested. All of us, we get tested in the area that we choose to be great in. Every great team, every great organization gets tested. The product get tested. The team get tested when they down and out, down by 20 or 30. And somehow or another, they come together because they're dedicated to winning and they come back. So are you dedicated to winning? Is your, is your vision for your vision or your dream, your passion, or your purpose? Are you dedicated to winning? Once you once you desire, once that desire kicks in to get you going, you know, to, to make to, to make you move and you decide to move, are you dedicated to making it happen? Is it going to be easy? Absolutely not. It's not going to be easy. But if it was, everybody would be doing it. Everybody would make the decision and everybody's not making a decision. That decision is special to you. And you got to realize that it is special to you. That you, man, you have, you, you're brought here for a particular, of course, we always hear that. You're brought here for a particular reason. And you're the greatest seed that you'll ever know. You. And so when you, do, when you have that knowingly in you, man, you got to allow that seed to grow by having the desire to make it grow, deciding to make it grow, and then dedicating it, you know, to getting in the soil, getting dirty. You know, you can't pull it, you can't, you can't dig the seed up every day. You got to let it get some roots. And that's what that dedication, because it comes with patience. And I know if you anything, <laughs> anything like me, or you've been through some stuff, man, it's hard to be patient. It's hard to be dedicated. It's difficult. It's not the easiest thing to do. There have been individuals who have pretty much, they've given up. They don't know what to do. You know, back against the wall, not believing that there's a way out. But there's always a way out, especially when you dedicate yourself to moving in the direction that is meant for you. Sometimes we we get sidetracked by the beauty. Man, we are visual people, so we see some beautiful things. And we think it's for us. And it's not in line with uh, with our desire. It is not in line with our decision. It's not in line with what we're dedicated to do. And it messes us up. It knocks us off track. Sets us back. Man, does it set us back. I know if, if I say, have you ever had, have you ever been set back? Hey, you won't, I won't be the only one to raise my hand, I'm sure. But I know, I truly know that, man, when you start dedicating yourself and committing to your life, whatever you're in, you know, you're either headed to some into something, you either are in something, or you're coming out of it. And in all three instances, you have to be dedicated to not staying in it. You got to stay dedicated to working while you're in it. And you got to stay dedicated to getting out of it. (laughs) So, uh, you know, wherever you are in life right now, when it comes to making the move to aligning in your purpose, be dedicated to get making it right. Get it, whatever. If it's not going right, get it right. Cause it's going to be important because the next step is being determined. 
because the two of those things being dedicated and determined those are the two great two of the greatest areas that you get man you get pushed in you know i can think of when i was a when i was a, a, a young kid i think i might have been maybe 10 or 11 years old maybe yeah about 10 or 11 and uh i, I had an opportunity to to play softball uh it, you know when we were kids we used to go to this park and they used to have these fast teams uh, you know that's the windmill you know teams out there and i was fascinated by it i would sit while we at the picnic i would go over in the bench where the softball games were and i would just sit there and be fascinated by these huge men throwing this ball 60 miles an hour 70 miles an hour underhanded i was so fascinated that i wanted to do it uh it was a desire man and i was the you know i was i had decided if i ever get a chance to to throw like that i was gonna throw like that and I was young. I was a kid. And, and many of us in our in our youth, there was something that we wanted to do. There, there, we had this particular dream or vision. And some of us did it. Some of us didn't. But this one I did. Man, and I, it, was, it was amazing how when you focus on a particular thing, when you have a desire to do it and you decide to do it, amen, you have to, you know, you are dedicated. Now, mind you, I never threw a, I never, I never at that time thrown a ball underhanded especially fast, maybe slow or playing in the backyard with my brother. But this was something I watched. They used to have to come get me to eat because I, because I love the game so much. And just as far as watching it. And then I went to this school way on the other side of town. My brother and I, we were the first uh, African-American kids to go to this school. And in the summer, I, I, I can, I so vivid. I was, I was in the fourth grade and and they were practicing. I we, I didn't even know they had teams. Uh, you know, we didn't have we didn't have those kind of teams. Well, I guess we did. We played in the backyard, but softball teams that were very well. Man, they were they they were like baseball. And so, man, I had an opportunity. I you know my I told the the coach, man, I can actually I can fast pitch. <laughs> now, mind you, in my mind, I had decided that I could. I had the desire and I was, man, I was dedicated to doing it. And he, he tried me out. He was like, well, get out there, man. I was, I had my little jeans on. I had some, some, some brown boots on. I got on the asphalt and I started throwing this. I started throwing the ball to him underhand, underhand, never had done it, but I could get it across the plate. He was like 30 feet away and I'm throwing, he had, he didn't even have a glove. He had a, he had a jacket. He was catching the ball in. And he was like, well, you need to come out this summer, you know, and play with us. I was like, absolutely. I'm coming. You know, we were going to school there and me and my brother, we played ball with our neighborhood. We was a east side of Long Beach on 17th Street. Shout out to my LBC crew. Man, in our backyard, we played everything. And so I was prepared. We had this little man. I, I love y'all got to bear with me on this story because because it has a point to it. So the, there was a garage built next to us, an apartment building. And uh, the garage was in the back where our backyard we had probably the most public backyard. Everybody came there to play sports in our backyard. And uh, I, so I had the, you know, they, the, he, the coach gave me a ball. My dad had already got his gloves because he played, so he played catch with us. And I went to the, I, I, I went in the backyard and I start throwing the ball off of the garage so it could bounce back to me. Y'all remember that where you had the wall and you could throw the ball and, you know, you're playing with yourself. You're just throwing the ball in all different kinds of ways and catching it. Man, I'm throwing this ball. I'm, I'm underhanding it against the wall every day, every day. 
listen to what I'm saying every day. I was dedicated, man. I would be out there in the yard, throwing it against the yard. I decided I was going to be the pitcher for this team. Just like many of you, there's something that you had the desire for. You decided but whether or not you stepped into that next step as far as dedication and determination, the next one is the difference. For days, listen, I, I went out. I, that was my that was my mission. For days, I would go in the yard after school. Well, it was you know until we got into the summertime. It was but after school, doing the homework. You know, I'm this kid. I'm in the back throwing it. And every day, every every two days or every three days, I would step back a, 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 a foot and keep stepping back and keep stepping back. And I was throwing, I had a little box on the wall. I was throwing, throwing every day. And then my brother came out. He was like, what you doing? I said, man, I'm, I'm practicing to be this, to be the pitcher for the softball team. And then he started, you know, catching me. And then he couldn't catch me because I, I had built up this rhythm. And many of us, we got to build a rhythm of dedication and determination. You got to build the rhythm. And when you build that rhythm, when you when you when you when you do that, when you build the rhythm, it, you start getting used to it. You start getting used to making stuff happen. You get start getting used to meeting your goals and, and being successful and stuff. But you got to get the rhythm. And I got my rhythm throwing on this wall. And sometimes the oh man, sometimes the very wall that your back is against can be the very wall you get your rhythm on. Because you can turn around and face that wall and use it to get rhythm. You can push off of it until you get far enough to be doing what you're supposed to be doing. Until you can see that wall clearly and you can see that square, that spot where you're supposed to be and begin to work toward it. I started getting, man, I was by the time I finished the way our yard was built, I was 30 feet away hitting the spot. At the, at, at the age of like nine or ten, I was throwing it. Guess what? When I got on that, when I when I went to the first practice, see, they had already been practicing. They had no clue who I was from a standpoint of coming on that field. It didn't make a difference. And, and sometimes you have to understand, it don't make a difference who's watching you when you got your rhythm. Because it's important to know that it's about your rhythm and you can step on any field in any situation in your rhythm and stand out. I stepped on that concrete, that asphalt on that playground with all these all these other man. It was it was it was uh, we were, I was only black. <laughs> it was all white school, but they but they were structured. You know, man, they knew they were shocked. But I wasn't. Because when I decided, man, when I decided when I was sitting in that park that one day I'm going to be throwing that same pitch on that same mound somewhere to somebody that won't be able to hit it. And I got that opportunity. And I can guarantee you when you have, when you, when you start working towards your desire, when you decide to do it and you dedicate yourself. And you stay determined. You're going to come up against some stuff. Believe me, I did. Because they wasn't expecting. 
they weren't expecting this little black kid to be standing on the mound with a whole with, with all nine blacks behind me. But I was. In my first pitch, it bounced. <laughs> it, it bounced to the catcher. Oh, they wanted me, you know, I, I'm thinking, oh, no, I didn't did all this practice. And guess what? There's going to be a moment where your first step or your first pitch might bounce. It may not get to the plate or wherever it is that you're trying to go. You might stumble, but don't get off the mound just because your pitch didn't make it the first time. It took a, it took a couple of warm-up pitches, but that – third and that fourth pitch and this was before somebody got up there to actually stand but when they saw the smoke that was coming across from a eight from a nine or ten year old i might have been 11 no i was nine or ten changed the whole scope first of all my team knew they had a pitcher somebody someone something that they didn't have especially everybody was throwing slow pitch but not me. I, I didn't settle. And that's another thing in your in your dedication and your determination. Don't settle for just anything or doing it any kind of way. And that's going to be ongoing in your life to not settle. Do it with excellence. I want it to be the best at that age with that type of style and stand out. Because that's what the lights, that's what beacons do. That's what we should be doing. We should be standing out with the ability and the gifts. And you can you can work on any of those gifts that you have. Some have one, some have multiple. I had this gift mainly because I was athletic. But man, I went into an I went into an area I wasn't an expert in. But guess what? I became one. And that's what I'm saying to you today. I don't know how, how we got to this, man, but the upper vision room be bringing out stuff. Tell them you got to come in here. But when I do, when I finish warming up and see, this is what's good. Some of us are warming up. We still trying to figure it out, but we're warming up. We throwing pitches till we get our rhythm. We working on something in our life till we get our rhythm. We dealing with some stuff until we get our rhythm. We warming up. Now you can't warm up the whole game though. <laughs> There's going to be a moment where somebody is coming to the coming into the box. To hit your pitch. The difference is, will you be able to throw that pitch? Will you be able to do what you say you're going to do from a standpoint of dedication and determination you have? Now, absolutely, I know that that's a challenge. Well, it was a challenge for me because here's the thing I was practicing without anybody in the box. Cause I was throwing against the wall, and then when I was warming up, it still wasn't nobody in the box. I'm, the, you know, I had a target, and some of us, we are the target. People throwing pitches at us, throwing all kind of, they swinging at us. You got to understand that, regardless of that, you still got to throw the pitch. When they when they got in the box, I was man, I was tripping because I was like, man, can I? I don't want to hit them. But there's sometimes you got to throw a pitch that make people move out the way. Step back. 
put them in shock because they don't believe they 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 didn't expect that your pitch was that good. You gotta have enough belief in your pitch. You gotta have enough to know that you can actually throw it. You gotta be willing, man. You gotta be dedicated and determined. How important is that? It's extremely important. Why? Because when the pre, when they were stepping in the box, I wasn't fearful of the person in the box because I had been watching the response that would happen if I threw the right pitch when I was already when I was when I had the desire to do it. I thought I was better than their hitting. And many of us we are against some stuff. Well, we don't believe that we're better as a pitcher than they are as a hitter at whatever we're against. Because, see, the stuff that you're challenged with, the obstacles you have, the things you're dealing with, those are the hitters. That's what's hitting you. That's why you got to throw a better pitch. You got to be willing to hit the target. But you got to get it by them. Now, there's going to be moments. Will somebody get a somebody gonna touch you? Somebody somebody gonna get the ball on on, on the on the hit, get the bat on the ball. But if you got good backup, if you got a good team and or you got a good back, you got a good strategy behind you, it'll get picked up and they won't make it, they won't make it to the base. They won't score. It's all about you being willing to believe in yourself enough. That you can hit the target, that you are not worrying about who's in the box looking at you pitching. Now, I know it's an analogy. I know it's, you know, you probably, if you're coming in, welcome to the upper vision room. I am, you know, I'm just using this story to, to make a point that we struggle throwing our pitch. We struggle with de- dedicating and being determined. But here's the thing sometimes you can throw an amazing pitch and you can get your heart broken. You can, you can, you can, man, somebody will just, they'll get you. And here's the, you know, this was, man, I took the team. I shouldn't say I took it, but my pitching <laughs> from a standpoint of the work I put in took us all the way to the championship. We didn't lose a game. We didn't lose a game. I was known in the city. If our team, if this team was coming to play you, they was talking about the pitcher. And the team that was back, the, the team that was behind them, they were picking up everything. They were picking up everything. Here's the thing, though. We got to the championship. And our team, we couldn't hit a thing. The team we played against, they was picking up everything. And I didn't get a break <laughs> as far as pitching because they had never seen a little black kid throwing the, throwing fast pitch softball because every other team out there was just throwing an underhanded pitch. Sometimes we can have some great pitches. We can have great rhythm. Man, we can look good doing it. But we might have a moment where we don't win. But it doesn't stop you from coming back. Matter of fact, it continues to should give you the determination to come back so that you can actually get that feeling of winning. You know, to go 28 and one in my first year as a nine-year-old or 10-year-old pitching, something I had never done, I had a lot of wins. 
And sometimes you can have a lot of wins and you have that, man, you get that, that big, that great feeling in your life. And it doesn't prepare you for the first loss. <laughs> it doesn't. It don't feel good. I know you know what I'm talking about when you get that loss in your life. And you ain't used to it. It's something that just shocks you. Because you wasn't prepared for it. Up to that point, man, I had a lot of wins at that young age in, in different sports. Played with a lot of great people. I mean, you know, as kids, we did, man, we had some amazing athletes. So I wasn't used to losing. And it's not anything you want to get used to. You got to be able to come back and be dedicated and determined. But see, at the end of that, you got to be able to discipline yourself and deliver. Because you got to discipline yourself to come from a heartache. That's kind of that's difficult. A lot of us, we have had some heartaches that has been very difficult to come back from. And it takes a it takes amazing discipline after determination to do it. And even that. It's difficult for us, especially if we had some type of discipline. To have the, 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 the determination to, to start again. And it might not even be start over. You've got to start from where you were. So for, you know, for me, I had to start back where I started. And, and you know, I had to go back to the, I had to go back to the wall board, the wall. I went back to that wall. Man, I threw harder. I threw from a further distance. I had an opportunity to go up to another level from a standpoint of a different class of play. Then, you know, I was playing in the C that, you know, under that I got asked to play for the D team, which was two years old. And I was, and I was, they pitcher because they didn't have one. They didn't have nobody that threw like I did. And some of us, we will get asked to step up because you got something that nobody else has and it's being recognized. So you got to be ready to go to another class. Another another level. You got to be ready to step up into something that you are that you may not have worked for, but because you worked at it, somebody else will bring you to that level to help you continue to work for it. Did that do it? Oh, for me, man, it did. I'm I'm playing two different leagues. I'm playing at two different levels. I'm playing at the C level and the D level. And at the D level, when you step up and you're playing against older boys, and when you, as a person, step up and begin to play at a, at a different level in your life, you should be growing. You should have some type of growth. Man, did that help me grow? Because I had to overcome the fear of older boys, you know, hitting and swinging at the pitches that I was throwing. I wasn't ready for that. At least I didn't think so until I started doing what I had been working on. And and I know there is someone, if you hear this, you're working on something, If it's even if it's you. And you had to step up and you might not have been prepared. Or something was thrown on you that. You, you didn't see coming, but you have been working on yourself in a particular area. And that was the area that got attacked or that that you had to step up in. I admonish and encourage you continue to do your work. 
in that area, whatever, whatever it is. To me, it became fun because I was a, it was a challenge to to throw. I didn't you know, I didn't care about whether or not. They were hitting. My my pitches <laughs> from a standpoint of because I was I was two years younger, so I was they should be. But then. When they found out I wasn't scared. Of throwing the pitch. It made it different. Guess what happens? The respect level changes. And there will be people in your life whose respect will change when it comes to you because you are working at what you're good at. They'll see you. They'll pat you on the back. Not that you need it. But you're working in what you're good at, so it will be recognized. And if you're not, you need to find something to be good at. Better known as purpose. And work at it with your gifts and your talents and your abilities, your skills. Because your experience will help you the next time you step up. Your last experience is your best experience for your next experience. My experience of going to the D, going stepping two levels up to play with older individuals who I knew could hit and to be able to shut them down at that opportunity. That changed my whole mindset. It changed my mindset to know if I can shut down the older boys, oh, I will be ready this summer <laughs> for the, the league that I'm actually in. Won't even be close. And guess what? It wasn't. We didn't lose a game that year. We went like 26 or 27 and 0 in softball. I don't even know how many people got on base that year because they couldn't hit what I was throwing. And there's going to be that time where your rhythm kick in and the things that you were throwing, can't nobody hit it. They can't do nothing but applaud and be like, whoa, man, <laughs> that person is really good. They can only watch and hope or wish that they had put in the work like you did. Don't be afraid, man, to be by yourself putting in the work. Because there's going to be moments that, that the people that you know are around you, they can't even, they won't be able to help you. They won't be able to do the work as far as practicing in, 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 in the late night evenings when you're sitting up and you can't sleep and all those kind of things. That's going to be you putting in that work, staying up, crying. Because you're trying to figure it out. Or your head hurting. Don't know who to call. But you got to look in. You got, man, you got to be disciplined enough to do one thing at the end. And that's deliver. Man, I delivered. I was one of the kids on the team that helped deliver a championship. We got, we got the trophy that year. But it was a great feeling 
to do it with like people you know, my brother and my, some of the friends that next year they, they came and played with us that night under the lights. I remember this so vividly. It was a night game. It was the first time I had ever played on a team under the lights. We wore that team out. They didn't even score. And there's going to be that time where you're under the lights and whatever it is you do and that you've been working at, that's extremely good or great. People watching ain't going to be able to do nothing. <laughs> but watch you walk off the field as a winner. That is the most amazing feeling is to know that whatever you started with as far as a desire to do something specific that just could not get out of your system over and over and over you feel it and then you decide to do it and i know if you if, the, if you get a chance to see the, the watch the other vision room this episode that's you and me that there's that moment that you have that one, that man that one thing or two it might be two things but it's got to be one that you just can't get it out of your system and then you decide to do it yeah you might start off just a little hesitant because you don't know what to expect and that's okay again like i said my first pitch i bounced it to the catcher but it was only my first pitch you can best believe the second one didn't bounce it might have even went high or wide but it didn't bounce and my third and fourth pitch started to come down started to come in and then as you and i should understand as far as focusing on what it is we want to do i saw the square where my catcher was i didn't see his glove i saw the square that i had always been looking at when it was on the wall and there's something that i know you see there's been this particular thing that you've been looking at in your life and it's your square and over and over you've been working on it over and over you've been seeing it over and over you've been stepping back and doing a little bit stepping back and doing a little more so you can see it clearly because it's when it's close it's blurry it could be a little blurry what it is that you want to do as far as the success or the goal whatever you know i always say hey your passion your purpose your mission your ministry your dream your vision can be just a little blurry if you're real close but then as you start stepping back matter of fact that square might be small when you first see it but then you start seeing it get bigger and bigger and bigger and you get more focused and more determined more disciplined and then you start hitting that square right directly in the middle and no one or nothing can do 
can stop you from making it happen. So I can encourage you at the Upper Vision Room. This is Captain John McClung Jr. I don't know what happened to my boy tonight, but hopefully he'll connect up with me next time. But I, I pray that this helps somebody. Not, not, not playing softball, but just the, the idea of understanding that, you know, there's going to be a desire in your life that you got to decide to do. You got to dedicate yourself. You got to be determined. You got to be disciplined. You got to deliver on it. Sometimes we worry about how big the delivery is. Are you supposed to have this astronomical success? No one complains about the delivery. If you order a pizza, you already know what size the pizza is. You're just worried about whether or not it's going to come on time. Whether or not you're going to get it. Get what you pay for, right? Don't worry about, don't worry about the size of the delivery. Just worry about the delivery. And that's what you got to do. It, it's, 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 it starts off small sometimes. A small success. That's all you need to start. Just a small success. Tapping that gold. Getting the triumph or victory. Being able to celebrate for the moment that you went from the desire to do something to the ability to deliver it. And all the stuff in between. Everything in between is the work in the square. So this is the upper vision room. This is your chaplain, Chaplain Klein Jr. <laughs> and why, hey, listen, I, I, I do this. We come in every Tuesday night, 9 o'clock Eastern Standard Time, 6 o'clock Pacific Time from with people on the West Coast. It's a casual conversation. And matter of fact, that's the, <laughs> that's who was supposed to be on on this evening, Dr. Casual Pitts, my man. Uh, hopefully, uh, you know, he got. I know he probably got tied up, and that's and that's okay because, you know, th those things happen. But I know, I know that many of us, man, we out there throwing some pitches. We try to make some stuff happen. Then there are some of us who won't even step on the mound. May not even want to get in the box and hit. Get in the batter's box. But you got to do one of those. You got to be either willing to throw the pitch or be willing to hit it. Because in, in your life, you will have those moments where there's going to be one thrown at you. You got to be ready to knock it out the park so that you understand the feeling of what it's like to get the home plate. And that's what success in reaching your goal is, is getting to home plate. No matter how you do it, whether it's a base at a time, two bases or three, or you just knock it out the park. And run around till you get to the to get you get the home plate. So if that's you, 
that got this great feeling, this, this, this dynamic thing you want to do in life. And you know you see yourself doing it. Got this great desire. Make the decision to do it. Even if you stumble coming out of the blocks, it doesn't make a difference who's watching. I don't even, that's not even important. It makes a difference that you're on the track or you're on in the box getting ready to take your opportunity. My man Billy Graham Jr. 2.0 talks about now. No opportunity wasted. That's what that's what that's his acronym for now. Are you in your now? Are you taking the next opportunity? Not waste. We don't get these moments every day that we can be have an opportunity to be successful or act, have an opportunity to go after what we desire to do. There are a lot of people who are unfortunately leaving this earth unaccomplished. Didn't even make take that make an effort. When I, I, I when I wanted to do the upper vision room, it took me a minute because I was like, man, I don't want to be seen on, you know, all over the place. Ah, why not? If you got some something that can help people. You might have people that can help people that you know. Why would you not share the medicine to somebody's headache? This tonight could be somebody's medicine. It could be the medicine. They might be the word that might change their life or might change their direction. Understanding the to go from desire to delivery. You got to, man, you got to be dedicated. You got to decide to do it. You got to be determined and disciplined. My vitamin D's. So, uh, you know, it's important. Oh, I see somebody. Is somebody coming in here? Wait a second. Let me see here. Who is that? Let me add this, add this young lady. See, she got you. Hello. Hi. I'm are, are you on? Yes. I can't. I can't see you. I know. Oh, you, you just want you just did were you intending to come on? No, I thought I was listening in. Oh, okay. I'll, I'll take you off since I uh, since I since I you, you, I guess you're listening in, but I brought you in. I'm so sorry, I was so late. I didn't want to interrupt. All right, that's all right. Let me uh, let me. I'm gonna finish up. I'm gonna take you off. All right, so I just you know I know that. It's important that individuals and people not be fearful of throwing their throwing their pitch that they desire to throw. And that's putting yourself in the game, putting yourself on the mound, putting yourself in the in the box, preparing yourself to do so. And it might take a minute. It took a, it took a minute. It took a minute. Here's the thing. I was sitting on the bench as, in somebody else's game. I was watching somebody else's vision, somebody else's dream and passion. I want you to get this. 
I was a spectator with a desire to do something that I wasn't familiar with. I was a spectator first, not a participator. And some of us, we are spectating, watching other situations and wishing it was us instead of participating and making it us. And sometimes you just got to go out and jump in the game wherever it's at or create one. That's why when that's why this is such a this is so so crazy is that I'm still in the backyard with the little square on the wall throwing my pitches at that square from a totally different distance but the same rhythm at a higher level it's okay to be reminded that it's not the same square it's not the same distance that you're doing some stuff you getting you've gotten better i can still throw it matter of fact when I got in my my late 20s, well, actually, my yeah, my late 20s, early 30s, I played for a fast-pitch softball team in Detroit called the Raiders, Detroit Raiders. And then I played for the Sidewinders. And what position was I playing? I was the pitcher, one of them. But I played some other positions. But I still had the rhythm in time, in, in time. Your rhythm gets so much better that you can go into any situation and perform. And sometimes we are skeptical as far as the situations we go in because we're not confident about our pitch <laughs> or, or our hitting or our, our, our defense or our offense. But you should be confident enough to go into any situation and perform because your desire to do it, you decide to do it when you get in it, you're dedicated to it, you're determined to do it, you're disciplined enough to know you can make it happen, then you deliver on it. It's up to you to get in the game. It's up to you to either throw the pitch or hit the ball, either one, whatever you decided, whichever one you're good at. But until you step from out of the bleachers, <laughs> from out of the stands, being a spectator, and walk around the fence, or find somewhere to go where you can actually be on the field, or you know, in my day it was the asphalt or the backyard and be in the game. Be somebody that's recognized in the game. Don't hide, especially your gift, your talent. Because it wasn't given to you to hide. It wasn't given to you to worry about whether or not somebody would read your book. It wasn't given to you to worry about whether or not you can write a story. 
wasn't given to you to worry about whether or not you could sing a song. Wasn't given to you whether or not you could teach or train. Wasn't given to you whether or not you could sing or cook, whatever that might be that you're capable of doing. It was given to you. So no matter who is in the stands watching you, they can benefit from your ability to hit the target. And some of us, we are hitting the target every day. Some of us, we're doing it every other day. Some of us, once a month. But don't stop practicing and working on that pitch that hits the square. This is the upper vision room right here where I do all my work <laughs> in the lab. This is, uh, this is John McClung Jr., a Lone Beach native living here in Decatur, where it's greater Georgia. And so I pray that this impromptu, because I was expecting to have a guest, this impromptu message helps somebody. Oh, it helps you. It certainly helped me. It's something I've been working on for, for a few years as far as what I call my vitamin Ds, you know, having the desire to do it, deciding to do it, uh, dedicating yourself to it, being determined, disciplining yourself as you go through it, and then delivering on it. Those six steps are, man, what is, is what has gotten me to where I am today, and especially the things that I enjoy doing, I look at that those six and remember and remember, I remember the square, <laughs> just like it was yesterday. I mean, that's been some. Woo, I date myself some, maybe fifty years ago, probably 48, 49, 50 years ago. <clears throat> this story I'm telling, and I told it like it was yesterday, because I remember that square. I remember when it was blurry. And to the point where I stepped back and it was so clear. And if your purpose or your passion or your vision, or your dream is blurry. <clears throat> see them glasses behind me? <clears throat> Those that step back and put on your spiritual glasses till it get clear. Because it's going to be important for you to have, man, the right vision. Hmm. It hit the square. All right, so it's my time. It's up the vision room. It's been a pleasure. Thank you for allowing me to share this message with you. I hope it helps somebody. I pray, no, I don't hope. I pray that it helps somebody. And uh, I look forward to uh, who might, you know, maybe I'll have my bro as a guest on next week. Uh, hopefully he'll be able to come in. If not, I definitely will have some impromptu individuals on my show next week because uh, I like doing that. I, I just want to make it authentic and transparent as far as when they come on and, you know, we just have a great conversation. Uh, you know, I, I just wanted to actually, you know, I, I, hey, this this was a spirit thing. The upper vision rule, it brings out certain things in you. This was a spirit thing as far as being able to share that message with you. Uh, and again, come on in on Tuesday nights, 9 p.m. Eastern time. 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time for my people in the West. And um, 
hang out with me at the upper vision room. Take care to the next time and uh, look forward to seeing you soon.